Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Today, we're going to talk about you always get what you're looking for. So, uh, you know, there's so many different quotes that I could include in this, but the basis of this is that where your focus goes, your energy flows. What you're going to choose to focus on, that's what you're going to see in your day. So I'm going to share with you several different ideas. Um, This is just kind of a sit back, relax, take it all in. You don't have to take notes. You can if you want to. Uh, I'm not going to have a whole lot of self-reflection or even tips here. However, at the end, I'm going to ask you one poignant question that I hope you let kind of reverberate in your mind and your soul. Okay. Awesome. Enjoy. Right. So before we start, let me tell you, if you haven't heard me talk yet about thumb roast coffee, please go check out the link. Uh, my friend, Missy Bobo, she is the, I guess, creator and curator of thumb roast coffee, doing some amazing work out there, not just with coffee and, and helping people understand, um, the value and specialness of coffee, not just, you know, grabbing a Keurig pot or whatever. Um, but also, uh, connecting people with each other and, and learning and growing as you're drinking coffee. So very much a a fit for what we do here on this podcast. That's why I talk about it so much. I absolutely love thumb roast coffee. So, uh, just check it out. And when you check it out, reach out to me and let me know that you did. Okay. Awesome. Okay, so today's episode, you always get what you're looking for. This is really just a sit back, listen kind of episode. I know we've had so many episodes lately where I'm like, okay, write this down. You need to know this and then self-reflect on this. Today is just a listening one. And that's why I started off with the whole uh, spiel about coffee because I really do just imagine that I'm sitting down with you enjoying a cup of coffee. Like you're in my living room, which unfortunately is quite messy at the moment, but you know, that's okay. You're in my living room and we're having a cup of coffee together. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to share with you a couple thoughts and ideas. Um, projection makes perception. So what in the world does that mean? Well, you know, have you ever heard somebody say, Oh honey has nothing to do with you. They're just projecting. What that means is that we have certain uh, ways of looking at the world, ourselves, others in the world, and we often project what we are feeling onto somebody else. So for example, whenever I am in a conversation with somebody and they're telling me about the difficulty they have with another person, I know, quite frankly, um, 80 to 95% of what they are saying is really a projection about themselves and what they might not be aware of it. So as a coach, it's really good that I can key into that and I can, uh, you know, try to be open and willing. Uh, this is also a good reason why for those of you who are out there in the coaching or the the leadership professions, that you make sure that you are with it when you're going to be jumping into that coaching process, because you need to be there for that other person and not have projections of your own. Okay. So, so projection makes perception. So when you are seeing that other person based on, you know, how you're seeing yourself, you may or may not be aware of that. And that interaction is now going to create a new perception, which might cause more projection. Okay. 
So uh, really what we're talking about is you always get what you're looking for. It's an awareness thing, a consciousness thing. Okay. I, I often do an example when I'm uh, talking about awareness where, you know, I'll have people look around their environment for everything that they can see that is green. So, you know, spend 30 seconds looking around your environment for everything that's green, every little thing that you can think of. And then I have them close their eyes and tell me everything in their environment that's blue. And of course they chuckle. They might get one or two things, but they don't get it. And I'm like, why not? Well, the reasoning is because I just told you to look for green and you always get what you're looking for. So now when I ask you about blue, it's not like you didn't see the blue, but you were looking for the green. That's a little bit about how consciousness and awareness works. Uh, another thing we also often do is when we're talking about how we have built our autopilot behaviors is I ask people to cross their arms. So cross your arms in front of your chest and which arm is on top, your right or your left. It's really fun to do in a large group because, you know, there are people who are like, mine's on the right, mine's on the left. And then you ask them, which one is correct? Well, you know, both, neither, and, you know, um, it, it all depends. And really how you cross your arms is just a, an autopilot behavior that you learned as a very young child. You did it once and you're like, oh, that's how you cross your arms. You did it again and you did it the second way, the same as you did it the first, because that's how you've already done it. And by the third time of you doing it, you have told yourself, this is how you cross your arms. And you've never in your life thought again about how to cross your arms until some crazy lady uh, standing on stage asks you to cross your arms and then says, which one is correct? And then you go, hey, wait a minute. Huh. And then, you know, when I ask you to cross them the other way, then people get a little freaked out because it's uncomfortable, right? Listen, the same is true. When I say that you get what you're looking for... <laughs> We don't realize that we have these programs about everything. And so when I say cross your arms and you do it the way that you've always done it before, you've looked at crossing your arms a certain way until you're challenged to look at it a different way. Does that make sense? So we receive what we request from life. In other words, we decide what we want to see before we see it. Okay. You don't believe me? Let me give you a couple examples. First example, uh, you know, several nights ago, we had the the debates here in the United States, um, the political debates from our, our top two candidates. Um, gosh, I'm not even going to go into that. But I can tell you this, that there were many people, especially on social media and other places that had already determined who was going to, quote unquote, win the debate before it even happened based on this is my candidate, right? Uh, I reluctantly went ahead and, and said yes to our family watching the debates. Uh, my husband really wanted to, and I was like, oh, I'm going to be nice and, you know, let him watch it on the big TV rather than on his uh, computer screen downstairs. And uh, man, two minutes in and I was like, yeah, no, this is, this is not for me. This is not my thing. Um, and quite frankly, I don't think any candidate won that night. And I don't think the United States won that night either, but that's a whole nother thing, but you get what you're looking for. And so if you already made up your mind of who you voted for before you went into the, the debate, you know what I saw throughout the cam throughout the debate and afterwards on social media, people had already made up their mind and they weren't willing to entertain 
oh, this guy said something that might be different from what I believe. And I want to think about that. Okay. So I began to ask myself, why in the world are we even having debates? You know, I remember used to be, um, you know, when my husband and I first got married, so this is almost 20 years ago, we would watch a debate because it really was a debate. And, and there were things that were said from both sides that made you go, hmm, let's, let's talk about that. Where do we fit with that? Right. That, whatever that was last week, that was, that was not a debate, but anyway, let me get off that. Um, okay. So teachers, let me talk to teachers right now. You get what you're looking for. So there is uh, uh, something that happens in education and it happens a little too frequently for my taste where let's say you're teaching third grade and you're getting ready to start your, your school year and the, the second grade teacher reaches out to you and says, hey, you know, I just really want to help you right now and you need to be aware that little Johnny is just a terror and let me tell you all the ways that he's bad, okay? Okay. Listen, you get what you're looking for. If you take that on and you say, oh my goodness, thank you so much for helping me. I really appreciate that. And you are now looking for the badness of Johnny. That's all you're going to see. Now you could tell that teacher, oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And then discard that and say, okay, I'm going to have an open mind and see what happens with Johnny this year. That's a much better place for you and for Johnny. Okay. Um, another example is this idea of I'm a failure. I, I was talking to somebody the other day, um, and very young person, and they were just really stuck in where they were in life. And they're like, Michelle, I want better. Um, I just don't know how to get better. And as I was talking to her, I was realizing she has this core belief that whatever she's going to do, she's going to fail at. And so she was trying all these different businesses and she, she kept failing and as we were talking about these core beliefs that she has and coming back to this idea of I'm a failure, I said, listen, you're taking that belief with you everywhere you go. So even though you get excited about this business, which quite frankly, all the businesses that she was trying to, to start, there were very successful people in all of those businesses. So it wasn't the business's fault that she was failing. It was her belief that I am a failure. And I said, if you have that core belief, you go into the next one without even realizing, just like how you cross your arms, you go into that business and you say, subconsciously, I'm going to fail at this too. So you get what you're looking for. We will always find what we're looking for. You know, it's very much related to Emerson's quote, where your focus goes, your energy flows. Okay. Now, a long time ago, uh, especially when I was just doing teacher training, I was teaching on the four developmental domains that are crucial to your success. Uh, you can actually go into our, our search engine link. I'll leave that in the description. Uh, you can look up four um, or just put in developmental domains and it should pop up for you. And so there's four domains. I'm not going to teach on it, but it's bonding, boundaries, failing forward and maturity. Now, uh, the, the one specifically I want to talk about today is this fail forward process. Well, within that developmental domain, um, failing forward really means that, um, you know, you're, you're not all bad and you're not all good, that, that we're all a mixture of both. Now, yes, there is an argument to be said for, you know, there is no good or bad that, you know, but let me just stick with this vein because this is what people understand. 
So you, for yourself and for other people, you get to decide what you're looking for in that other person. Are you going to look for the good or are you going to look for the bad? Okay, you get to decide. It's not like you wander about life and, and you just find good people and you find bad people. No, you get to decide. I was reading this book the other day. I can't remember which one it was. And it was a, um, hi, it was a nonfiction book. And, and the person said, my mom could find the good in everybody. And she said, she asked her mom one time, you know, what about Hitler? What was his good quality? And she said, her mom, without skipping a beat said, he really loved dogs. I'm like, okay, all right. I, I get where you're going with that. Like, and please, I don't want you to think that I'm sitting here, you know, with this, like everything is just fine philosophy. I'm not saying that, but for the grand majority of people that you meet, I'm pretty sure they're not Hitlers. Right. Um, so I, I'm just going to take a wild guess here and say on a normal day, you're not meeting Hitler or let's say Jesus Christ. Okay. You're meeting people that are somewhere in the middle, right? So you get to determine, are you going to look for them in them guilt or innocence? Okay. Are you going to look for their guilt or are you going to look for their innocence? Because remember what you look for, you get. Okay. So projection makes perception. Um, how do I explain this? Well, you know, you see them as you are, right? You see them as you see yourself. Now I'm working on this too. So this is an us thing. This isn't just a me telling you, you need to go and do this. All right. However, you know, think about this podcast. My gosh, I look back on, on some of the episodes that we've done and I'm like, oh, you can see, this is just a progression of Michelle. Like That's what this podcast is. Yes. I, I, I definitely, uh, my goal is to bring you good material that's going to get you thinking and get you, you know, making decisions and, and, and kind of waking you up in life. Absolutely. And if you were to look at it, you could say this is a progression in Michelle. Okay. So uh, anything that we bring to the world is us and anything we see in other people, guess what? That's us too. So are you going to choose to see the good in you or the bad in you? How about the good in others or the bad in others or the good in the world or the bad in the world? Okay. You always get what you're looking for. So the question that I'm going to leave you just to kind of sit and think about is what do you want to see? What do you want to see in you, in, in the people that you love, in your circumstances, um, you know, in, in politics, what do you want to see? Um, and, and don't just say, I want to see this person, but think, think bigger than that. You know, how would you want to see, you know, the, the political system run? How would you want to see the education system run? How would you want to see the business world run? Just think about that. What do you want to see and go out in the world and look for that? Okay. Awesome. Hey, I appreciate each and every one of you. I hope you know that. I hope you feel that, that it's so true. Uh, I have so much fun hearing from you about what you are listening to, what's grabbing your attention. Uh, that's just so much fun for me as well as, you know, hearing from people who are like, Hey, wait a minute. I'm struggling with this. Help me out with this. I love those conversations. So if that's you feel free to reach out, I would love to have a conversation with you. Okay. 
Awesome. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.